Hi everyone, welcome to the Inner Healing After Narcissistic Abuse podcast. My name is Jasmine Schult and I am your host. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about my intentions behind this podcast and what I hope to share with you in future episodes. So I am very passionate about narcissistic abuse recovery and I specialize in inner healing and transformation and work with clients both in group settings and one-on-one to help them really navigate and work through some of the core and underlying issues as to why they have, you know, experienced narcissistic abuse and, you know, this has generally been in the form of relationships and I really help clients to navigate that healing process and transformation and now I think this is something that is you know hugely um, disregarded I think in the abuse recovery world Um, just because I believe many people want to kind of glance over the fact that um, they, they feel like they can just move on from narcissistic abuse and you know many people do move on and you know build new relationships and create a new life but unfortunately for many they can find themselves in a pattern of you know continuously attracting narcissistic individuals and you know this may not always be in future relationships but um, you know a lot of the time it can be friendships and work environments as well. And so, you know, for many as well, I think um, they really struggle to really um, heal from the trauma and many people still struggle with, you know, PTSD, flashbacks, nightmares, um, just, you know, constant thoughts, I guess, about the narcissist. And this is a really difficult thing to go through, um, you know, regardless of the, you know, the long-term repercussions, but it really does impact our life and you know for many people the recovery process is something that's quite foreign and uh, for many you know there's they haven't really experienced any type of transformation or inner healing and this is really I believe the gateway to awakening and consciousness and really shifting our you know our soul's work into a new dimension and this means that there really is a lot of pain and suffering and darkness and alone time and that is a really confronting and scary place to be and I know from my own personal experience that it has been extremely uncomfortable and painful and in the past I've spent a lot of time trying to run away from it to occupy myself to make plans and you know, consume all of my time doing something other than really dealing with the trauma that I experienced. So it was really my last major relationship where I obviously had an awakening, a very painful relationship, and there was really nowhere for me to continue to hide. I had to really open up and surrender and allow myself to awaken I guess to the dynamics and the toxicity that was playing out it wasn't anything new that I was experiencing it just continuously shifted and morphed into a new experience 
but deep down, I guess, the fundamental issues that I've had have been, you know, this internal war and this, you know, conflict and self-criticism that I've battled with all of my life. And so this particular relationship was so powerful in helping me to wake up and transform and create a new trajectory for my life. Um, And I really had nowhere to run to. You know, I think deep down I knew that I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that was literally, you know, I had chronic fatigue. I was bedridden with depression and anxiety. And there was so much stuff that happened. But it was when I really woke up to, you know, taking responsibility for my part in the relationship that things really shifted. I stopped trying to blame the other person or make them accountable for their misbehavior. And I really took back my power and I allowed myself to really, you know, become aware of what I was doing with my life and the way that I was living. And for many people, it's a very foreign concept, but this idea that we are, you know, experiencing life externally based on our internal reality. So by this I mean our internal reality, you know, is what we experience on the external and the two are kind of the same. So we cannot have a positive external reality experience in terms of, you know, our day-to-day life and interactions and relationships with people if what we're going through internally is very toxic and negative. And you know, part of why I believe many of us experience narcissistic abuse is because in some shape or form we have experienced, um, you know, emotional abuse, maybe even physical abuse from a narcissistic parent or very critical and judgmental parents, you know, a very narcissistic type of culture. And that's really played out in with the shadow masculine you know that's really what narcissism is it's really this masculine energy and it's the shadow side it's the darkness it's it's the pain the suffering and the toxic nature um, of this of this energy and we really internalize this self-critical you know mentality this really negative thought patterns and when we unconsciously continue to live from that place we actually manifest and seek out externally the same type of you know experiences that match our thoughts and so I can really relate because I spent years you know thinking so negatively and you know so critically and harshly of myself And I would have thoughts like, who would ever want to be with me? I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. You know, I'm the foreigner. I'm rejected. I I got abandoned. You know, people left me. I didn't feel like my emotional needs were taking care of me. And I just felt like there was something wrong with me to the point where I thought that no one would want me. You know, I thought I was damaged goods and I lived from that place and 
that really played out in my life in so many areas. And, you know, like I say, for me in particular, it played out in relationships. So when I met my ex, I was doing a pretty dark place from a previous relationship and I had spent, you know, two years of being really angry and that relationship had ended on really bad terms and it just didn't go well and I felt like I had lost my power like I didn't have the I didn't make the choice when it had gotten so bad that you know the other person walked away and I held a lot of resentment and anger for that person but also I ended up internalizing and taking that on because I really had no way to express or communicate that or really talk about it with other people I really didn't feel like people would understand and so when I met my ex I was still kind of living from that place and I still had that mentality that I'm not worthy I'm not lovable no one will ever love me I'm not I'm not worthy I'm not good enough you know all of these thoughts and when I met this person I thought wow they love me like they really like me for who I am like really like me like I was really questioning myself and of course the extreme highs that we experience from the love bombing and the idolization phase it is just so intense and like nothing that I'll you know it's something that I will that I still remember that I still can feel now and that was addictive I held on to that for so long and I I was craving it I was wanting it back and I remember when things you know very quickly um you know spiraled downwards that I kept saying to him, I just want what we had when we first got together. I just want it to be like that. Why can't we be like that again? And I didn't understand that it wasn't me who would change that dynamic. It was him, but obviously there was a part of me that was playing out the dynamic with him too. And it was all very unconscious and I didn't understand what was going on, but it made me realize, you know, in hindsight now that I was waiting for someone to come along and rescue me, to save me, to tell me that I was worthy and that I was lovable and that I was good enough. I didn't understand that I had to be that myself, that I had to find that within myself, that I had to let go of the pain and the suffering and the critical judgments, you know, things that I'd experienced in childhood that I took on, I believed. And I, I, I self-abandoned as well. I rejected myself. I left myself a long time ago. And even now I'm still in the process of really regaining that part of me and telling myself that I've got my back, that I will always be there for me. And for so many of us in narcissistic abuse, this self-rejection and abandonment was played out even more intensely in this relationship because we played out this dynamic and it was so toxic and a part of us knew that it was wrong and that we wanted to leave but we didn't leave and so we we just continually rejected ourselves we put ourselves last we put this other person as a priority and we didn't you know recognize or value that we had needs and desires and that we also needed to be taken care of and that it wasn't just about the other person so that has been a big part of my healing 
and recovery and there is still you know a long way to go I think it's a never-ending journey and, and there will always be something that I will learn but I know for certain that I know who I am now and I believe in myself I I know that I'm worthy and while my external reality at times is still scary it is still at times lonely but I continuously remind myself that no matter what I experience externally that I am cultivating and working on the internal and with enough nurturing and watering you know my my value and my self-worth that that will come through externally but it isn't an overnight process it is a journey and it does take time and you know I want to be a reminder for you to understand that it is so worth it it is so worth the pain and the suffering but part of what we have to let go of is wanting to hold on and resist the change and the transformation because it really is inevitable and you're only prolonging the suffering that you're experiencing and it's really scary I totally understand like it isn't easy to let go of everything that you thought you knew or that you wanted or that you now no longer have because this person you know you feel like they've destroyed a part of you or they've destroyed your life or they've you know broken up your family it's called cause chaos with the children anything like that like I totally understand but it can only get better and it can only get better when you acknowledge that a part of you needed to go through this process and when you can really transcend the pain and understand and take note of the lessons that you were meant to learn from that experience you change the course of your life you change the course of your children's lives you are going to help change what happens in the world as I say it's happening on a global scale and it's happening to men not just women you know it works both ways and we can either be part of creating change and bringing the light to such darkness or we can continue to be stuck in the darkness and allow these toxic negative you know destructive human beings to control and manipulate and continue to affect the world the way they do or we can actually create change and we can help shift the energy in the world and I know what I choose and I know what I'm going to you know continue to spend my life doing and I know that it's worth it because the amount of people that I've been so blessed to help and just to be supportive and provide some guidance and advice and shine my light the fact that I've been able to do that the fact that I have been in a position where people have valued what I've had to offer and what I've had to say and what I've experienced that you know at 29 years old I didn't think that that is where my life was going to go and it's very different than what I thought five six years ago but I wouldn't change it because as much as I've suffered in silence and really struggled I know that this message is going to reach 
so many people in the future and while I'm still in the process of my transformation I'm really sitting with what is and navigating my own process so that I can continue to help and you know shine the light for others so that's a little bit about you know my intention behind the podcast about you know the meetup group that I run in Perth Western Australia and it's interesting that you know, the more that you stop resisting what is and surrender and allow yourself to be with where you're at, you'll actually find yourself moving through and shifting parts of yourself that you felt stuck for so long and people will come into your life, your, you know, external reality will change, your experiences will be, you know, better and different than what you ever thought were possible. But it takes that letting go of what you've held on to for so long to get you there. It doesn't just happen. Like I think a part of me and my soul really said yes to this process and to this journey. And I know now that I could never go back. I don't want to go back. I can't unknow what I now know. And I think it's been such a gift to be able to learn this because I think human behavior and human dynamics is constantly changing and there are so many factors that are affecting, you know, why we are seeing narcissism in our culture and society so strongly. And so, you know, it may get worse for a time, but it will get better and it will get better because the more people that take their response, you know, take responsibility for themselves, whether they've experienced narcissistic abuse or not. But when they take responsibility for themselves, their behaviors, their actions, the way that they show up in the world, the way that they treat others with kindness and love and openness, the more that we can be vulnerable and surrender and just show up and do the work that we're here to do. And I mean personal, really deep transformational healing work, not your normal job. And I know for many of us, our job changes when we take this path. You know, we have these burning desires within us that are so strong. And it's not until we've experienced narcissistic abuse that we actually start to put together the pieces of what those feelings were. Those feelings and those desires we're so strong, but we just were so stuck in our pain that we couldn't understand or really channel that energy. And I think for a lot of us, we're being called to step up and share this work and to share what is going on in the world and to share this behavior that these people are presenting. And that's what's going to change the planet. That's what's going to change the energy. And, you know, I think it's really important that we get to a place in our journey where we don't have anger or resentment and we don't carry this bitterness around with us because that's not helping and that's not going to be part of shifting that energy. We need to move through all of those feelings that come up for us. No matter how bad things were, we have to have empathy and compassion for these type of people as well because on a soul level, they've taken this journey. And I always say that I would never want to be in these people's shoes. I would never want to have this gaping hole, you know, this this 
dark hole within me that constantly is empty that I'm constantly trying to fill with an addiction and with manipulating and controlling other people and putting others down to make myself better like I couldn't I could never want that for myself and so I really do have a level of compassion and empathy for these people because that is a really hard journey to take and one where they don't even recognize and they can't even step into working on themselves and I I really hope that one day that does change but at the moment you know the fundamental flaw with narcissistic people is that they don't even realize that there is something wrong with the way that they're behaving and the way that they're showing up and that's where we have power and that's where we reclaim our power because we we have the opportunity, we have the self-awareness, we have the desire to actually be a better version of ourselves. And I want you to really take that in because that's what really matters. Reclaiming our power, finding our self-worth, respecting us, that's what matters and when you start to show up like that no one can take you down and you're not going to rely on other people to give you your self-worth or lack of I used to be that person that would I would I would define myself by what other people thought of me and the way that they treated me And it's a dangerous game to play. And you you just you lose your power. There is no power. There is no it's not about having more power than another person or like, you know, controlling or dominating or manipulating other people, but it's about, you know, just owning your energy, owning your demeanor, owning the way that you show up. And being of service to other people and it doesn't matter if you're a coach you know or you you have a desk job like there is an element of you having the ability to change someone's life just by being friendly to the girl at the checkout just by having a conversation with a stranger just by donating money to a poor homeless person It's these little things that we have underestimated and we have forgotten how powerful we are as human beings. We've become stuck in, you know, living in our little bubble, in living in our little world and thinking that we're all separate from one another when really we're all one. We are all connected. And the only way we're going to be able to tap back into that connectedness is by actually being open and vulnerable and being connected. And part of what I believe narcissistic abuse teaches us is to be vulnerable, to let down the walls, to show up as we are no matter what anyone else is thinking about us. And, you know, having this positive self-talk with ourselves and valuing who we are and it not being dependent on what anyone else thinks of us. So 
I hope that gives you some insight about this powerful journey that I want to take you on and I'm really excited to be able to share more with you on this podcast and open you up, I guess, to new ways of thinking, of new ways to, you know, understand narcissistic abuse. I don't want to sit here and tell you about the manipulation tactics and the, you know, the reasons why narcissistic people are the way they are. Yes, that's a part of what we need to be educated on, but really it was never about the narcissist. It was always about us. And until we understand that, we're going to continue to suffer. So I really want you to take some time to reflect on everything that I've said because that's what's going to help transform your life. And it's not so much about listening to everything I say, but it's about being open to new perspectives, being open to new ways of thinking and being open to the possibility that there is more to your pain and suffering than the pain and suffering. It's powerful. And it's that slight shift in perspective that will change your life. So just take some time to reflect and think about that. And it might trigger you, you know, it might be really confronting and hard to face. Part of us has to face off with that part of us that was so toxic, that was so critical and judgmental of ourselves. You know, it's the death of the ego, really. It's this dying and letting go of who we thought we were and the attachments that we had to who we thought we were. So just think and sit with that and allow yourself to start to integrate some of this information and what you'll find is that as you move through things, you'll, you'll dive in and out of emotion. You'll have these lows and you'll go into the depths of them, but you'll resurface and start to feel lighter and more positive and start to really, you know, create a relationship and connection with yourself. And life is so much better when we have that. So I'm really hoping that this has helped and you just take some time to be with where you are. And you don't have to feel like you need to change it or understand it because sometimes when we're integrating and we're transforming and we're healing, we're just doing that. It's just happening. It's happening in the body. It's happening in the mind and it's happening in the soul. 
So I'm really excited to share more practices and tools with you as well in upcoming episodes that will really help you to move more into this space to really, I guess, feel more deeply into this. And I'll be sharing more stories and interviews with other thrivers who have navigated their own process to shine some light on, you know, the other side, the other side of transformation and to help you find the strength and the courage to do that yourself. So until next time, we'll speak soon.